On this episode of the Star Wars Time Show, Friday edition that is, we're going to talk Battlefront 2 updates, Galaxy of Heroes new modes, Galaxy's Edge going reservation lists, as well as a new look at Kylo Ren's helmet, and of course, everyone's favorite segment, at least in fandom, the top five Star Wars artists of the week. Here we go. everyone welcome back to yes it is a friday show edition of the star wars time show that's our favorite type of show to do you heard the announcer who may just be myself it could be a doppelganger you never know but now you know what we're going to talk about so nick and i are going to get right into it because that's what we like to do we talk star wars that's what we live for it's in our veins it's in our soul and by god we pass it on to our children so before we get into our first topic that i tease in the opening i have to have to relate a personal story that I, I believe Nick saw on, on Facebook last night, but this is just, this is the power of Star Wars. This is the power of passing on your love for Star Wars to your children, all right? So last night, as I'm leaving to go see Dark Phoenix, which by the way, it, it's a five to six out of ten. It, it, it's not great. I wouldn't say it's a complete tire fire, but it, it's definitely, we should all thank the maker that Disney owns the X-Men now. Let's just leave it at that. But anyways, as I'm leaving, so I got a three-year-old, and if you listen to this cast, you know that my three-year-old daughter has taken upon herself to become a Star Wars junkie, just like myself and Nick, uh, which I didn't really force her into it. I mean, yeah, she probably saw Star Wars growing up around the house, but it is what it is. She's into it. She loves it. I'm not going to deny it. It makes me very happy. But anyways, last night unprompted i've never said this to her nothing unprompted as i'm walking out the door she goes to me daddy may the force be with you <laughs> that is okay uh, that's beautiful that's be- all right it's like a is anyone else ready to fucking cry right now because i am oh man that's so nick good. i'll tell you what man if you ever have a child i can only hope that you experience a moment like that last night. I mean, Charlie, we've had some great Star Wars moments being a huge fan myself and seeing my kid become a fan. But last night, unprompted, I mean, unprompted, I mean, I've never said to her as I'm leaving, hey, Charlie, may the force be with you. Yeah. Okay, so this is like something that she has processed from all her viewings of the original trilogy, the Freemaker Adventures, whatever. She has now realized that, okay, when you say goodbye to friends or loved ones, it's okay or normal to say, may the force be with you. That's just... <laughs> and she put that in action last night on her own, dude. And it's it's like I said on Facebook. Those are moments where I believe parents of young children should wear body cameras at all times. Yeah. I, I just... Um, I can't... I can't even fathom... Like, she, she is to the point now in her tiny child brain where she understands that and she exactly. like that's incredible also the fact that 
I don't know, man. Just to have that said to you, but like you said, by your daughter as you're leaving, like how are you? I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I almost fell to my knees. Exactly. Like how are you able to to move after that? Like I I just I just looked at as like, hey Charlie, that's why I love you. (laughs) I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm pretty sure that was my first reaction. Like you've got to be kidding me because I looked at my wife and she was looking at me too. Like I don't know. (laughs) I've never said it. Yeah. It, it was insane. I mean, it, it's just one of those moments if you're a parent and you didn't catch it on film. I've actually, I've added it to my calendar as a yearly reminder. And I, in the notes section, I kind of typed up a diary entry, just kind of capturing how I felt when it went down and just kind of summarizing the moment. Because again, I didn't have a camera go. And I know, you know, you could sit there and be like, well, Sometimes it's it's better to probably just experience that without holding your smartphone. But I, I can tell you right now, I would die to have that moment on tape. That yeah, I mean that's one of the, you'll never experience that again. And no, like, people probably won't believe you. Like nobody's gonna believe you. Of course, like not. when you say that she said that when you walked out the door unprompted. Like it's just. <laughs> unprompted out of the blue, man. Like I said, no one has ever ever said that in this family to anybody. Yeah. I mean, that's outside of watching the movies and seeing how it's told. But anyways, that is just a little personal story to bring up. And really, people, I mean, that's why we're Star Wars fans, right? I mean, that that's why you get into it with the hopes of, okay, if you do have kids one day, maybe they'll like it as much as you. And if they do, you can get moments like that. It's just like that shit's priceless. That's better than any any moment the movies could give me, trailers, whatever, the shit Nick and I love to talk about. You can't fucking top it when you get something like that. Yeah. But anyways, buddy, let's go ahead and get into our topic. So you, you cooked this one up. Uh, apparently, we're getting some more Clone Wars content coming to Battlefront 2. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be another free update, but go ahead and dive into this one. Yeah, Battlefront 2 is really doubling down on the on the Clone Wars content. So we know if you, if you've played the originals, they were all released and set around that period of the CIS war, the Clone Wars and everything like that. So it's not surprising that we're getting more of this content coming out. Um, so the, the new additions that we have to Battlefront 2 now are going to be a new Naboo map. So Naboo is already playable in the game, but now you're going to have a capital supremacy version of Naboo all combat taking place within the streets of Naboo. So it's going to be close quarters, very hectic combat style. Um, So look forward to that. If you like the Capital Supremacy uh, game mode online, that will be happening. I believe it's already out. I believe it's out now, or if not, it's coming out next week. Um, The next uh, big update coming is there's two new units, two new um, playable units coming out for each side, I guess you could put it, you know, when you're, when you're playing Clone Wars content, you have your CIS side, you have your, you know, your droids, and then you have your your Galactic Republic side. So for the CIS side, the, the new unit is the Droidica. Everybody loves the Droidica. Rolling ball has a shield, blaster cannons. Speaking of the Droidica, I'm trying to farm his ass in Swago. Oh my god, dude. Farming <laughs> farming in Swago is like my goddamn nightmare right now, dude. It's well, like, the, well, here's the deal with Droidica and Swago. I'm sorry to get you off topic. He's at least a double farm because if you farm him, you're also getting Cad Bane shipped the Xanadu blood. Yeah, see, that's nice. Which you need for MILF, so it, it's a worthwhile farm. Yeah, that's, that's nice because right now I'm in the middle of farming veteran Han and veteran Chewie, and that's just... Ugh. 
a kick. Those, yeah, they're, they're, those are two cunt farms. Yeah, for sure. it's a kick right in the balls. So. They're the worst, <laughs> man, because they're, I believe, 16, they are. What, 16 cantina credits apiece. Yep, yep, that's them. Yeah, yeah <laughs> the, the, I remember that. It's not fun. So, right, so anyways, anyway, so we have Droidica coming out. Um, if you want to look into all of the abilities that come with the characters, I have the original post oh, from the Battlefront 2 forums Nick even uploaded there. some motherfucking GIFs to the site. It got some GIFs on there, so if you look at the post, it'll be linked in the podcast post. You'll see some... some... <laughs> look at the, the Droidica roll I know, right? Horizon. It looks good. He rolls in. Yeah. Brings down the the blaster cannons and the shield comes up. So his now you're right. I mean that that really is one of the cooler droids in in all of Star Wars. Yeah, I mean they are so he makes so much sense. I mean he he's got the shield to block the Jedi's. Yep. And then he's got the you know massive. Tur- it just, is he just the turrets on the two arms or is he? A- yeah. yeah, yeah, the the twin blaster cannons. So if you remember in the beginning of episode one, they're just boom, 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 blasting away at the at Obi Wan and Qui Gon, and Obi Wan right. and Qui Gon were essentially like, "Well, we have to run, like we can't." Yeah, it, it was an impact. It was a defensive standoff, essentially. Yeah, so they 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 know not to mess with <laughs> droid because they're they're definitely the top tier or one of the top tiers of the droid army. Can it can a lightsaber penetrate a droidica shield? I would imagine so. I mean, it should, right? I know that we've seen Jedi slicing. The only thing that can block a lightsaber is another lightsaber, or you know, some of these fucking vibro blade bullshits that were created. You know, the Magna Guards had blades that could uh, block a lightsaber slash. Yeah. So I don't think these shields could though. No, I don't think they could either. I don't like. I mean, I don't know. It's a good question because you well, see, it was, just, it was just because the, I mean they shoot so goddamn fast. Yeah, that it's like you have to close on them while they're just barraging the shit out of you with these with these laser right. cannons, which makes it damn near impossible. Right, I mean, close. they they're, they're not like a droid pulling the trigger every time. I mean, they're essentially they have a turret on their right and left arms. Yep, and they're some deadly deadly motherfuckers. So they're out for the CIS side of the of the battlefield and then to complement that on the galactic republic side uh dice decided to add in the tx-130 fighting tank so if you've seen um obviously the prequel movies or the clone wars television series and you've definitely seen this tank before it's a it's essentially a fast moving rocket barrage machine like this thing is fast firing it can kill, it can move, and it can also take a lot of damage. So um, that is now available for the Galactic Republic side. So what I really like about this, and like we actually had some some pretty quick comments on this post once we got it up on our Instagram. Like Dice, this game's been out for a little while now. I mean, it's been out for yeah, over. I'm glad a year. you brought that up. Yeah, because to me, that's a sign. Like, all right, we're, we're kind of moving beyond just hopefully sharing awesome art. And we're actually getting legit engagement from Star Wars fans. We are. We're getting some good engagement from real Star Wars fans. Yeah. And like, you know, like one of uh, one of the comments said, they want to fire up this game again because they haven't played it in a while. And now you have so much content. You have Grievous. You have General Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, Count Dooku. You have these new units coming in. You have new game modes. If you haven't played the game since release, Battlefront 2 is almost a completely different beast. Yes, it's mostly online, so if you're not a huge fan of the online multiplayer style of game, then this is probably isn't for you. But if you're if you're just curious about all the new content, 
jump on and it's almost like you're you're in a completely different galaxy you have right i mean if you own the game you might as well it's not like you have to pay for these updates exactly i mean battlefront 2 hasn't gone full-on destiny 2 new light where it's just free to play now uh but all of these expansions are are part of the, the the base price yeah so it's it's pretty sweet that dice continues to pump out content right i mean they, they definitely f- fucked themselves on the on the loot box rollout but i think they've tried to kind of make up on it like hey if you bought the base game you're still gonna get i mean th- there's been th- this is probably the fourth or fifth expansion now yeah just this is at least the the third or fourth fucking clone wars update i believe oh yeah because clone just clone yeah, wars you had, you had, what you had the, the grievous entry yep. the kenobi entry the anakin entry dooku yeah. Right, so there's a lot of. I mean, if anything, you know, Nick and I both made fun of EA for their mishandling of the Star Wars license and just creating Battlefront casino games. But it does feel like on this one, at least, maybe it's a mea culpa, but they are trying to at least pump out legit prequel content, update content for free. Yeah, and even if we go back in time to around the solo release, we got. Young Lando, Young Han yeah, yeah. here. So, like, we have a lot of characters that have been seen on the big screen recently. It, it's just games. still, it's just, it's just not a game I care to play. It's just, it's a genre at this point. Being thirty-eight, slow, not playing it every day. Yeah. It, it's just why, why play an online arena game? Essentially, I mean, that's what it is. I mean, you just fucking. Ma- it's basically. I know it's not a MOBA, but it it, it basically is. Yeah, I mean, and just, I mean online playing with other people choosing factions trying to take down the other enemy shit it's like if you, if you don't play it every day and if you're not fucking twitch trigger fast you might as well stick your thumb up your ass yeah but speaking of a game to play every day matt there is oh i hated it today <laughs> but now i love it again because it made me feel like i just won a fucking super bowl yeah i mean there is a big update <laughs> and that's what this game does to you sometimes dude i mean there there's literally been times in the past where i'm playing this game that i've literally just chunked my phone luckily i, I like i just threw it into a pillow because i'm like yeah. in my head i'm like yeah. i can't throw this phone against the wall because it costs 500 dollars yeah. plus <laughs> but like <laughs> oh dude I mean, today, legitimately at the bar, and we're, we're talking about Swigo. You guys should know that by now. I mean, it's it's, it's my top two <laughs> Star Wars game of all time. Nick's number five. But tonight, literally, I, I'm grinding through this C-3PO event that's live right now. You got to have all Ewoks. And I just, I was probably, if you counted all my plays from yesterday and today, I was approaching 100 tries, okay? Oof. Just, just based on the requirements, like, oh, yeah, you just need this and this. And I had it by a mile. I'm like, okay, I can do this. 100 tries in, nothing. I, I, dude, Nick, I'm talking, like, couldn't even kill one enemy tune <laughs> before my entire fucking platoon was wiped out. And I, I looked at Heather. I was like, my hand's still busted. I can't punch stuff. <laughs> I don't want to break my left hand. I really want to take my phone, hold it in my palm, screen facing forward, and you see the corner of this table? I just want to fucking smash it into it until fucking computer parts start flying out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Nick's right. I mean, Nick's, again, he's a Jedi. He's like, I want to throw it into a pillow. Where me being the Sith, I, I literally was like, is it worth me just smashing this $1,100 iPhone X into the corner of the table so I can feel better about getting owned by AI? Yeah, but it's not even real people. Is what the thing. No, it's, it's, it's called, again, if you play the game, you know all the lingo. It's the RNG. 
Sometimes you got RNG Jesus with you. Sometimes you got the fucking RNG Lucifer. It, it just, oh yeah, my God, these fucking events, the C-3PO's, the Chewbacca's, the Thrawn's, it's it, it's enough to test your sanity. It is. It really is. But anyways, I broke through. Took a while, took a massive remodding campaign, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to talk about C-3PO and how you're probably going to need him to get Jedi Master Luke. We're here to talk about a brand new mode coming to the game that I think is going to be quite interesting, especially if you're a fan of Grand Arena. Uh, Again, if you play this game, there's all sorts of modes. It's free to play. I'm telling you right now, no dollars. You can spend upwards of two hours a day playing it, so you should definitely check it out. But this new mode we're getting, Nick, it's a a variation of Grand Arena, which Grand Arena, it's eight humans in kind of a, a tournament structure. Yep. That face off over, what, three phases? Yep, three phases. To determine the, the final champion, the final losers, and whatnot. But but you, you take your best squads and compete against other people's squads. It's, it's really fun. I'm a big fan of Grand Arena. But anyways, this new flavor we're getting, it's Grand Arena Championship. So what the championship adds to Grand Arena is now we're going to have leagues. And these leagues will be dependent on... Uh, essentially a new type of, I don't want to call it currency, but a, a new type of, uh, I it's don't like know, a power skill you can build up to enter higher leagues. Yeah. So, I mean, the leagues start low. They go all the way up to the Kyber League. Yeah. Uh, so depending on the league you're in will depend on the rewards you get. Yeah, so this is, the best way that I can describe this is if you've ever played a MOBA online, doesn't matter which one, Dota, League of Legends, Heroes of the Storm. It, no, you're you're very yeah. right. This is dead on MOBA MOBA rules. Yeah, here. so this is this is MOBA ranks. So the ranks that are available in this in, in Grand Arena Championships are as follows. Carbonite is your bottom of the barrel. This is essentially if you play League of Legends, this is iron. Then you have bronzium, bronze, chromium, which is silver, then you have Aurodium, which is gold. And then you have Kyber, which is the highest league here. This would be like diamond um, or master level league. So basically what you're doing is you're fighting and every time, you know, you enter a grand arena championships match, you're, you're, you're fighting against somebody who is of equal rank to you. And then if you beat them, you get points and you start to climb the ladder. And what's really interesting, Matt, is when we were at star Wars celebration and we stopped by the galaxy of heroes booth, I was talking to one of the guys who works at, at, at capital games. And he said, yeah, I'm glad like everybody's really liking, you know, Grand Arena, but what we have coming down the pipe is a way for us to figure out who the best Galaxy of Heroes right. player and is. And this is it. And this is it. Exactly. This is Right. So so as Nick said, we're now going to be earning something called championship score. Mhm. So that's going to be you're going to earn it through playing Grand Arena, I believe even through other modes. So uh, the goal here is to get to the Kyber League. Yeah. Because that, that's where your payouts are going to be ridiculous. Uh, really, the the fun part of this story, though, is is the community comments on the trailer. I mean... Uh, I, I urge everyone, if you're listening, to go check out the post on our site. Open up the video on YouTube. And then just go <laughs> read the comments. Yeah. They, like, here's one in particular. 
and, and this is a quote from the trailer, and he kind of puts a new spin on it. Only the best will climb the ranks. And then the, the commenter mm-hmm. says, more like only the ones with the fattest wallet. <laughs> so I love this game, and I'm very patient with it. But more and more, it's becoming more friendly to whales. And mm-hmm. whales is a term, if you're in the free-to-play uh, gaming space, whales are the people that spend the money on free-to-play games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, kind of why. It, I think it's more like grand wallet change. I, I like that one. I was going to call that one out. <laughs> Wallet may the may the highest spending wallet warrior win. That's a good one here. Um, oh, it's just great. Yeah, I mean, it, basically, here's a good one. Uh, fine print on this on this trailer should read: Rewards will only be given out if you have JKR, Darth Revan, and Malik at Gear Thirteen. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> like the new must-have meta. Yeah. So, Anyways, we're not trying to scare you away from the game. It, it really is worth it, especially if you don't want to spend money. And I just I want to reiterate for people: if you don't want to spend money on free-to-play games, that's that's fine. That's fantastic. That's why these games are cool. That's why I love free-to-play games. But don't then think it's your right to bitch about shit like this. Yeah, I mean, if you okay? if you really want to be Kyber League, then yeah. you're gonna have to probably pay. But if you're exactly. okay being, you know, Chromium League, being Bronzium League, somewhere around there, then you just play free-to-play. Yeah, just figure it out, people. I mean, it's not a hard uh, f- formula to figure out. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it took me three years before I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm ready to start spending money. And that's because I knew if I spent money, I would make more in-game money, which would help my progression out. Yeah. But it took me three years to get there. But never was someone going like, oh, fuck this mode because you're only going to be good if you spend money. It, it is what it is. When you're playing free-to-play and not spending money, you fucking take what you get, people. Yeah, I mean... Th- it's called, you ever hear the, the, the saying, don't look a gift horse in the mouth? <laughs> Same shit. If you're given a game that you can literally play for almost two hours a day for free, that's, that is your price for playing for free. Yeah, you're not going to get the best stuff. Yeah, I mean, get over it. There, there, there. In my opinion, there's nothing wrong with that model. No, yeah, I, of course, there are games like this that that, that literally subsist online like this. There's so many free to play uh, MMORPGs out there that subsist on people who pay for cosmetics, pay for progression. But if you don't yeah. want to do it, you don't have to do it. Like if you are a competitive no. person, then pay up or pay. wait. Or, or build your squads no, along the way. You're exactly right. It's just like, you know, it's society these days. Yeah. It's just like, oh, everyone feels entitled to That's everything. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's like you're not entitled to be first just because you play the game. No. <laughs> like, no. There are people. They're, they're free to play for a reason. Yeah. Like, they're not completely free, okay? That just That does not exist in a capitalistic society. Yeah. There's no such thing as pure free. So... I, so get over it. You don't spend the money to get the fucking extra shit, then it is what it is. I did it for three years, and I still love playing the game. And quite frankly, I was still somewhat competitive. Yeah, I mean... Now that I'm paying, I'm at least making in-game money to make my life easier, quicker for ranking up progression, this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, it depends on where you want to be. Like, if you're comfortable being at, you know, around rank 100 in... in fleet arena and and oh hey hey fuck that guy fuck (laughs) you let's 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 put a little asterisk on that it depends on your shard yes it it, yeah it all depends on your fucking arena shard (laughs) kids 
both this guy and these other motherfuckers I've gotten in this game since I started are all in fucking pussy shards. Yeah. I'm in a very pussy easy shards. shard. Even Kung Fu. Like, I mean, this guy is Swago- he is my Swago senpai. Like, I-, I look to him for any advice. But this guy still, because he started a year after me, is in pussy shards. Like, I, I looked at his-, his fleet setup where he always places top five, top ten. I'm like, dude, you would be, you would have to fight to place top twenty in mine based on your loadout. Whew. I and me, I can, I can break top one hundred in in fleet yeah, arena. This, this guy's got like slap dick free squads, and he's still better than me. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it all depends on the shards you're placed in, which I think you're better off these days than I was being a day one player. Yeah. Uh, but hey, in the end, free to play is free to play. Don't get upset because you realize certain modes are catered towards people that may want to spend money. Yeah, and I mean, this is coming from two people who started playing Marvel Strike Force day one and then stopped playing because it got so well, like, it got wonky yeah. with with how they were dealing out the free to play stuff. Exactly, and they, like, they basically was... said we don't give a fuck about the free players. We only care about the whales. Where. I believe, for the most part, Galaxy of Heroes has had a pretty fine balance between whales and freebies. I think these days are definitely catering more towards whales, but it's not to the point where I'm going, all right, this is stupid. I mean, they, they haven't fundamentally changed payouts for the most part. Yeah, so. yeah. So this is definitely, yeah. again, like why this game was in the top five for both me exactly. and Matt. They're always they're always uh, expanding upon it, adding new modes, adding new wrinkles. Yeah, so it's definitely worth your download, definitely worth your time, and if you if you really enjoy the game, definitely worth your money. Show these people at Capital Games, and you know how much you you enjoy what they've built, and then obviously the money that you I can pay tell you right now helps them. Out. If you want to make make a donation to this game, best thing you can do for yourself. For the quickest turnaround in making gems, buy the goddamn Millennium Falcon tunes. Yeah. It's not even funny. It's it's not even funny. I, I essentially spent 60 bucks, and within a day, I'm making gems in the game. Well, they, where for three years, I couldn't even sniff making gems. There you go. Spent $60, got the MILF. I already had a Rebel Squadron loaded, ready to go. Got right in making gems I and mean, at this point if i play it right i can make at least 100 gems a day from fucking ships now yeah see that's that's exactly what you get if you you know if you pay a little bit like matt said he played for three years and paid a total of 60 dollars. now he's really killing it in ship arena so if you pay a little bit like that then you can be in a spot where you don't have to spend money all the time like oh no i want to get some more gems so i could do this or whatever you don't have to do it if you just, you know, if you want to cough up yeah, a little I mean, bit. But. If you have control over your inner FOMO, free-to-play games are actually fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the fucking FOMO shit. If you can't handle your FOMO, free-to-play games can destroy your, your bank account. It's tough for me. It's tough for me because I've, I've played other free-to-play stuff. Like, this one's not as bad as, like, ones that I played when I was younger. Where I was like, oh, my God, this new cosmetic thing came out. I'm going to buy it. This new whatever came well, out. Well, it's <laughs> also called, you know, you're, you're probably paying for a lot more on your own. You got a house coming up and this, that, and the other things. So. Oh, yeah. Adult, adulthood has definitely exactly. put it You in. don't have as much disposable <laughs> bullshit income sitting out there. Exactly. Yeah. 100% true. So, um, 
just to wrap this one up, Grand Arena Championships coming to Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes very soon. If you want to play it, play it. If you want to be the top of it, pay it. And that's how it's going to go. Exactly. That That's a great rhyme. That honestly should be the slogan for the game. I mean, as soon as you open it, that's what it should say. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> good stuff. All right. I like it. Next okay, up. Okay, so moving on in Star Wars news land, we, we got some tidbits for you Star Wars Galaxy's Edge people. And that's a fact coming up here in June that Galaxy's Edge, at least Anaheim location, is going to start going reservation lists. So if you've been in and knowing Galaxy's Edge, basically from opening day until the 24th, you had to apply for a reservation lottery to get in. And you were only allowed to be in for, I believe, what, three to four hours time? Yeah, it was a four-hour maximum. And they were going to throw you out. Uh, but essentially, now, on June 24th, at least at Galaxy's Edge Anaheim, reservations will be going away. Um, that might sound awesome. I, I would throw out a, a cautionary warning to everyone. I think this really just means instead of only having three to five hours in the park with a reservation – you're probably going to be spending three to five hours in the park per line. Yeah, it's if you've ever been to Disney World, especially at like peak time. So I'm talking summer, like Bra- early summer. Yeah, just just peak season. Yeah. But we're talking brand new attraction, Star Wars. Exactly. So just double everything, and you can triple it. You can guarantee. I mean, basically, what you're going to have to do is if you're going to Disney for, say, you're going for a five day trip. You're going to have to spend two full days in Galaxy's Edge to try to hit the stuff that you want to do. Like the lightsaber. The best part is, Nick, I didn't know this. They don't even have the fucking resistance ride running. Oh, they don't have it at Anaheim yet? Holy shit. No. Wow. <laughs> I mean, they just, they probably just have like this. I think the Falcon ride's the, the going, Falcon but ride's I, up, I'm yeah. almost positive the Resistance ride is not open yet. Yeah, the, the Falcon ride is up because I saw people posting about that on Twitter. I didn't see it. I mean, it's interesting that you say that because I didn't see anything about the Resistance no, it, ride. Dude, it, it ain't running. like that. All these people going early, they don't even get a crack at the Resistance ride, which is 25 minutes long. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's like a full... Like ride it's ridiculous. I've yeah. never been on a fucking ride that lasts longer than three minutes. Oh yeah, I mean, if you go when you go to Disney, you kind of there are things that are like that. There are like the, these extended rides. So like if you when you go to Disney World in in Orlando, you have Spaceship Earth, which is like a long form ride through Epcot's big golf ball. That's about a twenty to twenty five minute ride. If you do Mission Space, which is the Gravitron ride in Epcot, that's also around ten minutes or so. So there's some long form stuff, but like basically all I've seen is I've seen people showing off merch. I've seen people showing off the custom built lightsabers and I've seen people talking about Millennium Falcon. So, yeah, I mean, it, it still seems like everyone's just fucking going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs here. And, yeah. And I get it. But I, I'm still someone going, OK, I understand how crowded it's going to be. I understand there's one of the major attractions is dead. So I don't quite feel as bad as I thought I would feel knowing that I'm not there yet. Yeah. I mean, I I, I can't I'm going to feel wait. awful when your dead ass gets there and gets to do everything. I know. I can't because I'm going at the end. At the you're sitting end. there rubbing it in my face. I'm going at the end of – so my, my trip dates are November 16th to November 23rd. So I'm going – we're getting there right before Thanksgiving. 
and we're leaving. I'm almost gonna, we're almost gonna have to force you to do a live remote. Like you're gonna almost just have to cast live from the park. Just yeah, just like do a uh, what you call like Lit, Facebook like, just live. Just record clips and I'll fucking throw them up. Yeah, so I, I'll try to get something like that up, which I think it'll be doable. But the thing that I like about when I'm going is one. You're going to the Florida one. Yeah, though. I'm going to the Florida one, which hopefully is fully open by then. I would imagine so. It should probably because I think they go live what end of August. Yeah, so I imagine if you give it two months, it should be pretty much fully open, unless they're holding off on opening the Resistance ride until around the release of Rise I, of Skywalker. I, I'm not gonna lie, I was I was kind of caught off guard that they're like, oh yeah, this whole ride's not even open. I'm like, what? Yeah, <laughs> it's I mean maybe half the fucking park, honestly. Yeah, that in terms of of rides or attractions, maybe they're just waiting for a certain time before Rise of Skywalker, and then they open it for both parks at the same time. Or maybe it just wasn't open. They didn't want to open it up to uh, like all these pre, like these reservation style guests. You know, they were waiting for the full official grand opening. Um, but yeah, dude. I mean, I know what like things that I want to do when I get in there. Like, I want. 100% like it's going to be hard for me to not make two custom lightsabers. These are $200 piece things. I want to do that. I want to ride the Millennium Falcon. And then I just want to like, I want to walk around. Like I want to see everything. I want to see as much as I can. And apparently like you can download an app on your phone that can help you like interact with different areas of the park. There's just too much to do. And I know that I'm going to be there for a week. And at this point, at this point for me, like Disney, like I'm an old hat at Disney, so I can do things. I like, I know what I want to do. I can get done with it fast, which gives me more time to spend in galaxy's edge. So I'm glad that probably by the time I'm going in Florida, it will be reservationless again for that side. And hopefully resistance will be up. Cause I'm, I'm more than willing to spend an entire day or two fully in galaxy's edge. Oh, I mean, dude. I mean, I'm 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 ready to spend a fucking week. Yeah, it's so. Yeah. I I just want like I mean, I feel like this point I, I it's just like in my dreams that there's supposed to be themed hotels too. There is, there is, but I don't know when that's opening. Like, when's that shit coming? There is. It's like a fully. It's a fully um themed. Star, starship yeah hotel. man starship from what hotel. i saw it's like you're on a fucking starship basically yeah so it's still being built but the the entrance of it is actually like the that hotel exits like right into galaxy's edge from what i've seen too so well not it dude i'm telling you it not at florida because that's why they put that gondola in i was telling you about when i went in march yeah yeah, I mean, there's like a whole new ski lift system to get people's asses right to fucking Universal or whatever the fuck right it is. Right to Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's in the butt ass of Hollywood Studios or whatever the fuck they call it. Yeah, Hollywood Studios is the park that holds it in Florida. So, I mean, reservationless is a big step, but I'm going to tell like, I think you hit the nail on the head, Matt, that this is really going to be a fucking long ass oh, line. Shit, yeah. Shit everywhere like unless you just want to wander around and like take pictures nah. and see stuff like it's gonna there's gonna be long lines for everything and the thing nah, is, is i like, mean unless you're someone like my sister that, that lives an hour away or if you're in california you live an hour away no nah. someone like me I, i'm going here when i know i can stay in the fucking hotel and i can get 
get into the park and spend as much time as I want to in everything I want to see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be nice. I'm really excited to go in November, but I know it's going to be like, even with me going in like, quote unquote, off season, like the middle of November, which is still like kids aren't off of school yet for Thanksgiving quite. And, and, you know, there's a lot of just kind of, you know, stuff going on so like people really aren't on vacation at that time no, it's you're still right. gonna you, be crowded that's smart i mean I, it's like you should almost just go the third week of january or something. no yeah i mean like if you want to go just to go like if you're if you don't care like the best time to go is basically like the middle of september like middle of september is really good because that's right when kids go back to school if you right. wait till after your labor day holiday the first week of september go like the second and third week of september everybody yeah you're right probably up through mid-november yeah because then maybe a week in december take off the holidays because that's travel time and then like i said january wait till the the new year and then probably all the way through february but then once you hit march you're in the spring break shit. exactly like that's so like that's really your sweet spot and you can right, kind of so you can you're probably safe going again in April, but then by May it's yeah, lights out. Cuz I look, you know, people do their senior graduation trips to Disney like I did that with my friends when it, our high school senior year, like we got out mi- yeah, like so that's probably May. May yeah. We're heading down. And we we were all in Disney World, so um but yeah, if you if you're looking for like the off period it's right in that sweet spot in September, like mid-September. And if you're not like Nick, where his family owns half the property, <laughs> you're going to want to save yourself probably three to $5,000. Definitely, definitely. If you want to do it right, that is. Yeah, if you if you don't want to... If you want to do it on the cheap, you can probably do it on the cheap. And I'm talking like staying off-site, driving through the traffic to get in. Yeah, but if you want to stay on grounds, if you want to stay close to the parks, if you want to have the park hoppers where you don't have to... You know, where you're not stuck going to one park a day, which I think is, is you know, the park hopper is the way to go because you can go to, like, a- as many parks as you want to in one day. Then you are going to have to spend a little bit more money. So it's worth it, though. It's worth it. There's there's a ton of great shit in Disney World, even outside of Star Wars. I mean, Matt, for you with the three-year-old and, uh, you know, who's into Disney – it's going to be like, she's going to want to do everything. She's going to want to see everything, stop and take pictures with the characters. And then obviously yeah, for the you. The funny like, thing is, I mean, we were there in, in March. She was almost three. I don't know if it was, we just didn't come across enough characters, but she didn't give a fuck. I mean, her favorite thing was watching that 12-minute Star Wars live show. Yeah. You just have a special gem a of about. a character. And then, but <laughs> even when, you know, Phasma marched to... The troopers out. She was like, "Give me the fuck away! I don't want to be close to this shit. This shit freaks me out." Yeah, I think like it takes a little while. Like some kids take to it super early in life, like super young, right? And then some kids don't really get into it till they're like five, six, when they can say like, "Oh my god!" I mean, that that's like, kind of where I've been. It's I'm going. I know she's a huge Star Wars fan. Is it worth doing it now? Probably not. Yeah, I would wait. I mean, I'm 38 and. and I think the earliest memory I can hit at this point is they're like flashes of me being in kindergarten at five. Yeah. Like you can't anything before five. Fuck off. I can't remember anything from when I was three years old. 
Right. <laughs> you, you might get a flash, but it's a flash, and you have no clue at what time in your life that would, took place. It, basically, um, what I'm trying to say is most of my childhood's deleted at this point. Yeah, it's it's all undone by alcohol and and gone. Weed. Like just just <laughs> just got moved from the gray matter into the fucking recycle bin. Yeah. So. Save those memories for your kids. Make sure you're getting your Galaxy's Edge in soon. If you live in California, June 24th is when you can hit it with. What do you think about the uh, the food crawl trailer that uh, they kind of lumped into this announcement? I mean, the food crawl thing. I, I think that this is if you're gonna do a food crawl anywhere in in Disney, it would definitely be Galaxy's Edge because there's so much cool shit in there. I mean, this is, and I've only been there once. So, I mean, you can speak more too, but. I mean, this is the themiest of theme parks I think Disney has. No, yeah. I mean, you're 100% I mean, you got, you, right. You got everyone working there is essentially in character working off of a a freewheeling script. Yeah. I mean, they, they just roll with it. I mean, it's fucking ad-lib as ad-lib gets. Yeah. Uh, all the food is fucking themed off of the galaxy. Uh, the drinks are in special cans to mimic the galaxy. It's like, come on. Yeah. There's nothing like this. At, there's nothing like this at Disney for sure. Get there's, some fucking Ronto wraps. Blue milk. Green, green milk. It's like all the there. The Coca-Cola cooking cans. shit with pod racer engines for Christ's sake. I know. Like everything about this is so unique. And, and that's what's different about it is like you can go to specific spots in Disney and Universal and like people will be in character and like they'll have right. – you know, if you, you might get a cup with some characters on it, yeah. like a graphic. You know, if you go to here, you, you can get a fucking mouse droid with colored popcorn in it. It's just everything about this is is so immersive, and that's what makes it <laughs> like, so cool. What the fuck? So I, I like the 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 pub crawl, the food crawl thing. The only other thing that's like that in Disney is they have um, every year they have a food and wine festival in Epcot, so you can do that. But then also. If you're going, Look at the goddamn drinks, dude. Look at that porg mug. <laughs> There's a drink with a fucking sandwich on top of it. <laughs> yeah, that that's. Like... I mean, it'd be worth spending a day just to do this, dude. It's the blue bantha. Look at this cup. It's like a wooden etching of the Battle of Endor. As, yeah, that one's the Yub Nub, dude. It's called the Yub Nub. Well oh, done. Oh my god. The fuzzy tan, the fuzzy tauntaun, the Bespin Fizz. What's the smoking one called? It's like red with fucking smoke yep, coming that's off. That's the Bespin Fizz. Oh my god. Oh my god. Sign me up. Yeah, dude. This this shit is amazing. But I did hear. I did. I, Okay, I'm not gonna lie, I'm jealous. So fuck Nick. One fuck thing, Nick. <laughs> one thing that I heard on on Twitter, I can't confirm this. I don't know if this is real, but I saw this passing around Twitter recently, and I think according to some, so this Twitter post that's in the 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 post that's linked in the um in the podcast post uses the word younglings. This was released on June 4th. From what I've heard, they've already told people to stop using the word younglings in the park. And here's why. The the only... R- I'm glad you're bringing this up because this is like... Th- this is the type of shit where I just... And, you know, I, I'm... I lean left pretty blue. Yeah. This type of stuff, I'm like, well, no wonder conservatives think most liberals are morons. Yeah. So it is pretty ridiculous and I don't agree with it at all. So they, they've, they've told the cast... This is... I don't know if it's true. They've told the cast to stop 
you it was in Newsweek. I mean, okay. Ryan the intern sent me this story. Yeah, so is it, so it is true. I just saw it milling around Twitter, but they still told the cast to stop saying younglings because the only like one of the the only mention of the word younglings in any of the movies is when they when Obi-Wan mentions that Anakin was killing younglings. So Paris, See, I think that's bullshit though. Because I'm pretty sure Yoda says younglings in Attack He of the does. Clones. He says younglings, younglings, like gathering up all the kids as they're looking over the star map. Like when they, when that one kid says right. somebody deleted the planet from the archive. Like that was when, like he, he said younglings there. And like, but I, like, I don't, I don't agree with it at all. Like, like I get it. Yes. Anakin Skywalker killed younglings during his turn at Darth Vader. But like that term was you, was was used as a like it it was an honor to be a jedi youngling like you're being trained to be one of the the best you know warriors peacekeepers in the galaxy like i don't think that they should remove it honestly and look i know that that people are super sensitive nowadays and like oh my god all they all they can remember is is obi-wan saying killing younglings in episode three but that's an essential part of Star Wars lore that I don't think you need to get I mean, rid look, of. Let's be real. Whoever the fuck brought that up is a loser. Yeah, like... Okay? Their kids are going to be losers. They're losers. Let's let's worry about important stuff in life. Yeah. And, like... You know, let's not worry about using the term fucking younglings... In a Star Wars theme park. I mean, really? Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. So no wonder liberals get zero respect. <laughs> no wonder. Yeah, we 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 oftentimes pick questionable hills to to plant flags on. If these are the fights you want to fight. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's completely dumb. But this ain't this ain't my type of fucking fight. Anyway, Galaxy's Edge is gonna be dope. It's ready for you all in California on June 24th. August 29th is when it will open up in, in, in Florida. So one more topic we got to get into before we move into our top five Instagram picks of the week. And it's not huge. This week obviously has been a bit of a down week in terms of news. We do have reveal coming up for, um, for Jedi Fallen Order this weekend at E3. But we record on Friday, so we don't have it yet. But we will get to you guys probably in our Tuesday special topics. That, yeah, cast. Dude, I'm glad you. I mean, that that's kind of a bummer. There's there's some major shit going on with some Star Wars video games coming up here this weekend. But clearly, recording on a Friday, we're gonna miss it all. Yeah. But uh, I have a feeling Nick and I are gonna have a special cast for you on Tuesday. Yeah, absolutely. So well, it'll be wednesday so the day after you're listening to this if you're a loyal fan and listen to our shit the day they come out yeah so just get ready get ready because i mean we got a huge fallen order reveal coming up uh saturday hopefully i can get nick to cover that one then we're gonna get another one sunday that i'll cover uh so by tuesday when we do our special topics i, I think it's gonna be full-on uh, fallen order yeah it should be very very interesting so this last piece we have before we move into top five is a new look at Kylo Ren's helmet and almost like the full Kylo Ren um, body model from from uh, the Rise of Skywalker. So there was a Twitter user out there. Her handle or his handle, I can't tell. It's all in Japanese. It's at TRCoot 
on Twitter, but they were at, I mean, it's symbol, it's Shichi Roko Kuju. How do you know that? Uh, I, I, I just made that okay, up. Okay, I, I was going to say, Japanese like, oh. When I was in eighth grade, then I moved to Ohio, and they're fucking farmers, so they didn't have Japanese, but I can still count. Ichi ni, san, chi, go, ruku, shichi, hachi, ku, ju. That's. Juichi, juni, jusan, jushi, jugo, juruku, juhachi. That's impressive. See? That's impressive. Yeah. But, I, I mean, it's one of the most beautiful languages we have on the planet. I mean, the, the Eastern cultures and their language, coupled with their symbols to make up their alphabet, it, it's pure art. I, I love Asian people. Yeah. I wish that I could. I, like, I actually downloaded an app at one time to teach myself Japanese and. It's it's a beautiful language, but it's one of the most difficult to learn because there's essentially multiple alphabets, the calligraphy alphabet, this alphabet, that alphabet. Yeah. And then all the qualifiers for this. I mean, I, I don't remember much. I mean, konnichiwa, hi, kudeska. I mean, I just, it was fantastic. It's, but I moved to a farm town and there goes Japanese. Yeah, not, not available anymore. Anyway, nope. This person was at the Licensing Expo 2019, so this year. And basically what that is is it shows you all the new licenses, all the new toys, all the new posters, anything that you could see for, like, it's big weird. brand like licensing how, things. I guess, technically, Disney does own The Simpsons now. Disney huh? owns The Simpsons. Disney owns National Geographic. So, like, <laughs> essentially, if you go to this post, um, and it's going to be linked in the podcast post like usual. It just hit me now that they own The Simpsons. Yep. They bought Fox and they own the Simpsons. So I mean, pretty much the only thing they didn't get in the Fox deal was Fox News, and they didn't want that. <laughs> so which no, I mean to me that's the biggest travesty. Yeah, like they should have bought it and then just just buy it. it and shut it down. Yeah, just blow it up. But so that this image is showing all of Disney's properties, and when you look at the Star Wars image, it's showing Kylo Ren clearly cross Rise of Skywalker Kylo Ren because you can see his helmet, and you can see. A lot of the the work, a lot of the really the damage to it. I dude, I there's a part of me starting to question this now. Like, what are we doing here, Kylo? Yeah, like he, like look how fucked up the helmet looks. I mean, if you, what are we doing, bro? Just make a new one. Yeah, just get a new helmet. But like, if you, you, you cheap ass too. I mean, we know you're angry, but really, yeah. I mean, if you if you, I mean, there's like a fucking dent in yeah, it. Yeah, there's a dent in the helmet. If you zoom the in, metal doesn't line up anymore around the eyes. I mean, no, it's completely fucking broken. Like there are pieces of it that looks like it it was burned somehow. Cause like, it it's it's completely yeah. Jacked whatever up. red goo they used, the the their their red super glue. It, it's just it's weird. It, it's like if, if a kid took their high school science fair project and smash it then they're like oh fuck i still need to get a grade let me glue it back into something that resembled the original creation yeah it's and it's i don't i don't quite understand this i'm not gonna say i hate it because i want to see why it exists yeah like what is the narrative decision that jj made that this needs to be yeah i mean like you said in in what is the significance? Like in TLJ, we saw Kylo operate completely helmetless for almost all the movie. I mean, he, he, and it does look like he took a helmet that he smashed flat and rebuilt it, I guess. Yeah. But I, I'm just wondering like, why, why, why does he feel like he had to rebuild that helmet? Is it a, a coup against Snoke mocking him? 
does he really just feel like that is his identity and he has to have that that makes him the evil side that allows his dark side to trump the light i I don't know it's like why not remake vader's helmet at this point then yeah i mean it's it's really kind of an interesting choice for him to do that but i mean it looks cool though i mean like if you look at it yeah it's definitely fucked up but like you know, the red glue that's used or the red adhesive that's used obviously makes it pop and gives it a lot of flair. Um, the damage reflects the damage within himself, in my opinion. Like, you know, when we saw him in The Force Awakens, he has this fresh new helmet. He's oh, look at you getting fucking literary right here. Yeah, I mean, trying to trying to pull something out, but symbolism, my friend. So look at this guy, you know, beneath are, the, are those metaphors? I mean, what are we talking we're, about? We're here? we're going deep in, into the psyche of Kylo Ren here. So I think that's what it could be. It's a reflection of his inner self. Because in 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 The Force Awakens, it was a fresh mask. He pulled it off, and everybody was like, oh, my God, this this is like a child, the fresh-faced kid, long hair. You know, he looks like he just walked out of a, you know, a, a high school classroom. And now we've seen Kylo with no mask on already from the promotional images for Rise of Skywalker. The the scarring on the mask and the, the state that the mask is in reflects the state that the man is in. So, um that's a, I mean, that, that's a good call. I mean, that's like a highfalutin call. <laughs> that's an educated man call, but it, it, it's a good call. Yeah, so I'm I'm into it. There's really not a lot more detail that we can pull out of this image. He's still rocking the sash as he usually does in his outfit. He's got his cross guard lightsaber ignited. He's got the cape um, that we saw him rocking and tlj as well it looks like there might be a hood on this cape as well it's kind of hard to see because the image isn't like it's not like a like a super high quality image somebody i i I, nick i still believe it's his tlj cape i don't think he's back to the raggedy ass kylo ren shit from tfa which honestly i love yeah so I, i was a much bigger fan of tfa kylo garb than tlj kylo yeah Although when he whipped his tits out, I, I did like the that. Uh, the shirtless Kylo. That was oh, yeah. that was solid. Some of those some of those man tits. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's a pretty it's a pretty good image. Um, again, there's hey, Pete, no, not a no lot one's gonna fucking pet you. So sit down. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> he's like just stare like an inch from my face. He's trying to get some quality time with his yeah, dad. I, I know what he's trying to do, and he can go fuck himself. <laughs> but. I'm a big fan of, of the of the helmet. I'm a big fan of, of Kylo Ren in general. So not much more we can pull out of this image because it is just a one shot that's essentially in a five. It's in the this picture of Kylo is alongside five other images of all of the other Disney licenses that they own. So you're only getting a very limited look at it. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm very excited to see one when he wears the helmet in in uh, the Rise of Skywalker, does he always rock it? Does he only rock it when he's in an official First Order capacity, or you know? Well, I mean, like even from the trailer, we know. I mean, we, we saw him when he's in the woods, potentially slashing Knights of Ren. He doesn't have it yep. when he's in the the cockpit of his modified tie. He doesn't have it. Yeah, I feel like he. But then we see him building it. So like, there is there is definitely some intrigue around this this helmet thing. Yeah. So a lot to still find out here. And for right now, though, all we know is that it's going to be rebuilt. It could be like an end of movie 
trying to really dedicate himself to the dark side one final time. Like this is his, his, you know, his last hurrah. Like I need to rebuild this to really immerse myself. Like you said, like this is what gives me my darkness. Well, I mean, we know he's always looking for excuses to not embrace his light side. It's true. It's true. And we know how much he, he relies on, the helmet of his of his grandfather right. like he right. it, it, all this stuff they're all devices to allow him to escape into the uh, like the vision he has that he thinks he should be yeah it just it doesn't make sense but that's kylo for us i mean the character doesn't make sense but typically the antagonists or people struggling with great power and responsibility Sometimes they they don't make sense. Yeah, and he's definitely one of them. So, lots of so a, a cool look here, but not too much to talk about. Um, we'll definitely. I still have to can't believe I'm not leaving for E3 this weekend. It is a it is like an odd thing. I for know you. that that that's like completely random here, people. But I mean, I I've covered E3 as media for the past eight years, and this is the first time I'm not going, and I'm I'm good with it. But I'm also sitting here going like, fuck, I know for a fact I'd be playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order Sunday. On the floor. Guaranteed. Take it to the bank. Yeah. If I was going to E3, and you're listening to this now, this past Sunday, I would have already played Jedi Fallen Order. Guaranteed. I would have played it with drinks, free drinks, and free appetizers. You know. Fuck the worst next time this is how it goes people those of you that always watch the xbox briefing so if you're media you go and watch that and then after that for two hours you get to go down on the stage when everyone's gone and they basically throw a party for you nice and you get to play all the games they just showed off and they ply you with free booze and food <laughs> well next year if we are going to get another star wars game then you might have to swing well, you know back that, out. You know, no. That's never going to happen. <laughs> no. Well, At the rate EA's going, I mean, shit. Yeah. I mean, EA we'll, we'll be might, lucky to get another one in three years, and it'll probably be Fallen Order 2. EA might not even boxes. have the license by the end of next right. year, for all we know. Star Wars Jedi colon loot boxes. Yes. Yeah. Get ready to open the wallet. Right, so sorry, that was a little, a slight little tangent. I just, I pulled up my hoot suite, seeing all my streams coming, and everyone's like, oh, E3, I'm leaving, flying away. I'm like, man, it's weird. I'm, I'm kind of glad I'm not going, because I got to go on an awesome family vacation, but I'm also a big FOMO guy, and uh, I'm, I'm a guy of routine. It's, it's just strange to know that Come June, you know, eight, nine, ten. I'm not getting ready to go on a plane to go out to LA. Yeah, yeah, it's a different, different feeling for sure. If it's like that. I said, eight years. That that's been my my schedule. So. <laughs> Whatever. All right, man. Moving on to my personal favorite segment that we do here on the Star Wars Time Show, and that is the top five Star Wars artist features of the week. So if you're new to this, on Instagram. I, I make it a, a kind of daily mission of mine to share at least four images from various Star Wars artists. And that could be toy photography, illustrations, uh, customizations, you name it. If I think it's art and it's Star Wars related, I'm going to share it. And then what my buddy Nick does is every Friday he goes through, you know, the 10, 20, 30, 40 shots that I've shared and he picks 
his top five. And that's what we talk about during the top five segment on our Friday show. So this is the, honestly, this is the first time I have not previewed Nick's top five before we started talking. So just like you people, all these are going to be a surprise to me and I am excited. So Nick, go ahead and kick us off. Kicking off the top five this week is a newcomer. Oh, look at that one. Number one. That, that is a winner for sure. Oh yeah. This is, this was fantastic. When I saw this, I was like, this is definitely top five material. No questions asked. This is from intergalactic Raptor intergalactic underscore raptor on a great handle it is we we typically also feature great handles too. yeah this is this is one of the top notch handles i mean there's a lot of good ones i out feel there. like at it's one really point good. in time though it, it was intergalactic raptor pants i'm not kidding really <laughs> like i'm not just making that up okay maybe he but made w- a, hey whatever intergalactic raptor maybe he made a raptor change. Raptor, raptor as in toronto yeah. raptors i hope they're winning right yeah now. the raptor dinosaur from jurassic park so the shot that we see here is a it's a flyover shot it's a flyover shot of the millennium falcon and it looks like if you look at the way that this shot is set up which is really cool it looks like it could be flying over acto or another type of like Right, you know, really lush environment. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, the only thing that would be like, eh, it's probably not Acto, it's the, the shield array. I mean, yeah. he's got the dish on yep. there. This is pre-Lando fucking it up, Falcon. <laughs> yeah, so this is pre-Return uh, of the Jedi Falcon. But it is. It's just a cool-looking shot because... I love it. I love I it. I believe that this ship is flying. This is why I like it is because right. I'm looking at this, I'm like, I don't see any... like. There's nothing that makes me believe that this ship no, isn't flying. There's a shadow. Look, see the shadow? Yeah. It's that's wonderful. I mean, dude, it's like, as I put in my caption before the artist caption, this is a term we use in toy photography. This is an extra crispy looking shot. It is. It's, it's, it's just crispy looking. I, I, I can't really explain why we say that. But when you look at the shot, it will make sense. This is a crispy shot. It's fantastic, and I love it. You even got at the very back of the Falcon where the where the engines are. You yeah, have the you blue got, glow coming. You off got the some back. engine glow going on there. I mean, it's a. Uh, I would I would I would believe this is probably a a Hot Wheels Falcon, maybe. Oh wow, Nick! I honestly I would imagine, and maybe if Intergalactic Raptors listening, like other people do, he could he could clarify here. I'd imagine this is a toy you could fit in the palm of your hand. That's impressive. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure this is a Hot Wheels. That's that's so fucking cool that this that this toy is that small and looks so right. amazing like this. So. And that, that's why it's a winner shot. I mean, this is definitely one of my, my favorites of the week. And, and this is one, Nick, like I, I've explained to you. Uh, so every day, first thing I do when I wake up, I, I this is what I do. I, I go through the routine. And by the way, it sucks now because the repost app had to change your rules. My God, dude. It's added at least 10 minutes to this process in the morning. Ugh. I fucking hate you, repost. Eat some dicks. <laughs> um, I kind of forget where I was going, so we'll just move on to the next shot. Next <laughs> shot here. I think that this is a really poignant shot. So what we have is a shot from... Remember the clone troopers. Remember underscore the underscore clone underscore. Troopers. Oh yeah, this is this is money. This is almost a. I need to hang this. I'm not gonna say almost. Yeah, I would hang this. Yeah, I would hang this shot up on my wall for sure. So it's a Beautiful. it's a shot Beautiful. of of Leia and Vader. But the way that it's set up is you only see Leia's arm coming into the shot, and Vader is on his knees. His hands are kind of, you know... Well, I, I think it's Padme. You think it's Padme? Okay. Interesting. I thought it was Leia. 
And the way that I was looking at it is that it was Leia. In my head, this was what would have happened like if, if Leia was in the position that Luke was at the end of Return of the Jedi. Okay, well, like I I led you wrong here because I didn't. I, for some reason, I didn't bring in the artist caption. It's definitely Padme. Oh, okay, so the okay, gotcha. So that calls out Padme. Different scenario, but like my so like I'll I'll give you my initial thoughts. But he, like, here's yeah. a, you're not wrong. This is that's more than likely a Leia figure. Okay, <laughs> nice, nice. Um, but it is. It's super poignant. So you see Vader. He's there on his knees, kind of reaching out to to Padme in the got shot. his helmet off, but mask is yeah. On. The mask is on. The the proper helmet part part you of got it's kind on. of a a dreamy atmosphere going here. Yeah, it's like he realizes what he's lost. It's almost like right. this is the ghost of Padme reaching towards oh, him. Nick. That that's exactly what it is. I believe. So this is almost like a vision he's having of Padme reaching out and kind of touching his mask essentially going like what did you do yeah yeah like why are you doing this anakin yeah so i, I you need to re- i mean i i fucked it i don't know how i fucked this up i mean it is a super you long caption to, if you're listening when you look at the post nick always kind of links to this go to remember the clone troopers post of this and because he he's someone that it kind of takes the caption game to the next level where he pretty much tells a story yeah for the shot i mean there's like a paragraph to read here uh and it 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 just really complements the photography but it is it, it's as nick said it's padme reaching out to vader in a dream or vader's dreaming <laughs> and she's essentially lamenting what has come of the man she loved yeah so it's a, it's a beautiful very poignant shot it's fantastic and yeah definitely Definitely one of the favorites this week. So beautiful job here by Remember the Clone Troopers on Instagram. Um, next up, we have a trooper oh, shot. Nice. I love trooper shots. And this is from K00Lectables. Cool. So Lectables. Um, and it's it's recon troopers going through. And this is... So the one in the back is... God. Like Rex. Rex, yes. That's, you got Rex in the back, Wolf in and, the front. Okay. Yes, I thought it was wolf. I thought it was Wolf in the front, and then Rex in the back. Flipped it. I'm not really good at, at the name Clone Troopers from Clone Wars. <laughs> like Matt is th- that's their specialty. But anyway, we'll get him there. It, it basically just means Nick Nick needs to rewatch the Clone I do. Wars before the Clone Wars returns. I really do. Like I need to. Immerse they they definitely in spend it. a lot of time trying to develop. Uh, we. I mean, just just from Swago, my friend. You know, it. I mean, you got Echo. You got Fives. fives. Uh, Wolf. Yep. Rex. Cody. 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 Like I know Cody. Rex. Rex. I know. Like all. Like oh man, I can I can pick up sometimes, and then like Rex is the one that you see the most in Clone Wars, from what I can remember too. Like he was oh, the yeah. one who was well, the closest he's, he's to Anakin. He's coming back in Clone Clone Wars Returns. He made it all the way to Rebels, and if you watch Rebels, he's also in Return yeah, of the Jedi. Yeah, he's the, he's old, the old man guy. at the at the. Yeah, end. he's the old guy with the beard. Yep, exactly. and I love that. I love that they did that. Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. Yeah, that was a good move there by Lucasfilm. So this shot we see here is Rex and Wolf, and they're working their way through a snowy forest on what looks like a recon mission. the The original caption was reconnaissance. That I waste too much powder on this shot. I, I um, love that. So, I mean, this is all practical. If you're looking at it again, like Nick said, you, you got Wolf and, and Rex. Great poses, by the way. Action poses. Wolf's kind of holding his gun, looking down, like sweeping an area. 
Rex has one of his pistols up. All right, he's like basically like, bring it, motherfucker, clankers. I'll take you out. But this is practical effects. So, I mean, yeah, I assume he's got some tree twigs down here to simulate trees for the figures. And then, as, as Nick said, he literally, did I waste too much powder in a <laughs> shot? So he's probably using, uh, I'd say, baking soda, flour, or, you know, gold bond, something like that to simulate snow. And it, it just, it all turned out masterfully. I mean, oh, yeah. He, he's got the atmosphere. He's got the pose. He's got the crispiness. It's just even the tone, like this kind of blue cold tone. Oh yeah, is perfect for this shot. Oh yeah, the the cold, like you feel cold when you look at the shot. Like the the yeah. the powder that he used, whatever one he did, it looks like snow on these figures. It looks like snow on the ground. Even he, I don't know if he did if this was just like some post processing, but it looks like snow is falling in the image as well. No, dude, I'm telling you, he probably had a. Um, fuck what are they called a strainer okay yeah right fine strainer put the powder in and just shook it over top of that's it. that's how you get that that's incredible that's <laughs> that's legit i'm telling you right now this is all practical like that stuff falling on them is powder being shaken from a, a sieve a strainer whatever greater yeah that's awesome shit. Uh, it's just like i mean I, i've done rain shots before i, I use basically what a, a someone use as a a spray bottle for their hair okay yeah and just you just spray it, and if your shutter speed is fast enough, you can capture it as it's falling to make it look like it's rain. That's so pretty. Same concept here with the powder. That's pretty fucking awesome. Okay. This <laughs> and really, when we get the next shot, it's the same concept here, even with the fire stuff. It's all about when you want to kind of freeze frame these, these fast motion background elements, you got to go high shutter speed. Yeah. So good shot here by Coolectibles, K00. Lectables on Instagram. Oh, yeah. you, you got the Hondo in there. All right. Yeah. So the the the, yes. <laughs> the next shot. Yes, Nick. The next shot. Nick here. totally like. I almost feel like our force bond has been strengthened this week because he's he's pretty much picked my five favorites so far, and this has never happened. The, see, this is this is where we're getting to now. We've done this a long this time. Is some itchy witchy cat's ass shit going on. Right here. <laughs> there were a lot of good images too. One of them almost switched out. Like there was one by. Lego Star Wars Tong again, of course. I mean, of course, just, Tong like that. Yeah. That fucking Sunset First Order image. Oh I God. Mean, my God, yeah. Like I, I was close, but I was like, man, I yeah. just put like I the know. other one. I, in I, there. I, I, hey, man, that's how I feel every day when I put them up. I'm like, Jesus, I, I literally could share every Tong shot uh-huh. possible. Oh yeah, the guy is a genius. But you got to show some restraint sometimes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But this because those motherfucking. By the way, he clarified those are real ass nature sunsets this motherfucker that's finds. incredible he must live in a beautiful part i of feel the like world. he lives on the edge of the earth yeah like he must live in the most beautiful part of the like world fucking like, antarctica or something what the hell so yeah i mean that's a side shout out but our next top five member yeah. here is to the biggest dork of them all. yeah sir dork and if you don't know who Sir Dork is, you just go search his name on Instagram. The guy is a, is a toy he, photographer. He's the guy. I'm telling genius. you right now. If if you were on Facebook, I believe it probably would have been around. Uh, I'd, I'm going to do a broad range, but I'd say anywhere from October to December 2018. If you're on Facebook and you came across a post of like some stormtroopers with fireworks behind them, and your family and friends are like, "Oh wow, you like Star Wars? Look how cool this is! Someone does this with Star Wars toys." That's Jared. Yeah. The guy is... I mean, his account literally has gone bananas since then. I mean, he's at 
41,000 followers. I wish I could get there. It's just it's never going to happen. Good for him, but it's because of shots like this. Nick. Yeah, I mean, if you if you scroll through his feed, but if you look at this one in particular, I mean, the way that he captures action within these shots is absolutely fantastic. It's all practical too. Yeah, and, I mean, and that is so impressive. You you have a first order flame trooper here with legitimate flames coming out of his gun, not not some Photoshop bullshit. Uh, Jared usually posts BTS. I I didn't see one for this, but I I can almost promise you the motherfucker had a (laughs) blowtorch blowing out of this dude's gun as he's lighting off crackling balls in the background (laughs) to add that explosion bokeh. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I've seen the guy almost blow his hand off, lighting a fire, and then spraying atmosphere aerosol (laughs) on it, which is essentially if you, you know, grew up in the 80s whenever and you could buy canned hairspray which yeah. is essentially a mobile blowtorch yeah i've done that before that's what he did he's like it's <laughs> like it, it caught the can he had to throw the can i mean the the, the dude risks his life for these shots. yeah and he gets some fucking incredible shots like this one i mean everything about it just pops so much the practical fire with the f- right. uh, flame trooper in the front Good poses yeah like the even going back to the first order trooper in the back running away from the clear explosion that's happened like this shot is just so visually encap like captures you visually so easily. I mean, it's it's fantastic. And I mean, if you go through Jared's feed on Instagram, it's it's filled with amazing shots like this. I mean, he's been of course he's been featured in our top five before. The guy is he's right. you know he's an artist. And, and, and let me uh, let me reveal something to people. Jared is going to be one of the first two people to get the first run Star Wars time hat. There we go. There it's we going go. going down. The deal's been done. He's getting a hat. Uh, he's not getting a hat because of his work. He's getting his hat because of his work and because of his support of the SW. And that's like, he is a real fan. I mean, I really... Th- this guy has gone above and beyond helping us out promoting us on his massive channel so this week I, I i lined it up he's getting a hat and i'll just go ahead and put it out there everything kylo's getting a hat too. there we go see man i can't these two guys yeah. outside of i mean trust me a lot of you people a lot of you toy photography people have been listening you've been fantastic we're getting interactions on non photography posts now which is great leaving comments getting some discourse going that's what we want uh but when it comes down to it uh, jared and jesse sir dork and everything kylo respectively have really just taken it to the next level i I mean this this week sir dork literally on his channel put out in the story like listen people get on this shit get with these guys they're the shit uh, Jesse's always doing that. So, yeah, th- these two guys are going to be the first recipients of the limited edition, first run, collector's edition <laughs> Star Wars time hats that at this point in time only Nick and myself have. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so that's some pretty special shit. I, and we appreciate the, the support that you guys give right. us so much. We, we spent everybody. real money on this shit. Yeah, too. those were not like out of our pockets. Not cheap hats. <laughs> like those are. Yeah, these, these are motherfucking flex fit. Yeah, those. Tip top fitted motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, we. I mean, Matt even got 
cornered in, in at celebration asking oh that, that was like one of the best he's like hey man where can i get those hats it's like he's like i've been seeing them all over and i, I said no you haven't but i appreciate you liking yeah. it <laughs> only star wars time true fans yeah. and founders in have the end hat. maybe nick will, nick and i will be at the next celebration selling uh, apparel and, and not really being uh, star wars personalities <laughs> no, right. but in the end i don't care yeah maybe maybe <laughs> just, we found whatever our... whatever recognition we can get in star wars land that that's kind of all i'm looking for these days yeah maybe we found you know, before i get niche. too old i just want someone to say you know what that mac guy he knows the star wars stuff and he is semi-entertaining at least for five minutes until he starts cussing yeah <laughs> Oh man, so that's a good call out there. A fantastic yeah. shot here by Sir Dork. Sir Dork, hit him up. He's got so many followers, but he needs more. I mean, he he's a genuine good dude. He does a lot of great behind the scenes stuff for amateurs wanting to learn some of his tricks. Uh, it definitely not a wasted follow. So at Sir Dork seven three zero. Yep, push to fifty thousand. So he's he's at forty one thousand now. Let's let's get him a few hundred more at least. Bump the number up. Anyway, yeah. last shot of the and week. While you're at it, bump my number up. Bump too. our number up too. At Star at Wars Haywood time. Pop, at Star Wars. At Haywood show. Pop. <laughs> don't follow me. I don't use my Instagram. Uh, uh, dude, Nick, I'm telling you right now. I, I believe within a year, Star Wars Time Show is going to have more followers than Haywood Pop. Oh man, because <laughs> Haywood Pop is literally at this point. I, I'm essentially in forever IG algorithm hell. <sighs> I'm never getting out of it. It doesn't matter. It's a true spot. Uh, you know, it's a true spot. I, I could post a shot of my dick and it still wouldn't go. They anywhere. wouldn't even flag it. They just leave it up. <laughs> nope, exactly. Because no one would see it. That's my point. <laughs> <laughs> all right last shot and th- here it is this is probably my my favorite of the week this <laughs> everything about this shot is amazing so this is a shot from manny bothans and matt you actually and motherfucking kind of, manny bothans sacrificed her lives to get these this guy alonzo but you called this shot out you you kind of hinted that something like this may be coming last week you mentioned that that everything kylo hooked manny bothans up with a right with a Galaxy's Edge exclusive figure pack. Yeah. Not me, not Haywood Pop, but he did, everything Kylo definitely made sure to take care of Manny Botham. And from that collector's pack, we get this fantastic shot of the Hondo Onaka exclusive Galaxy's Edge <laughs> with <laughs> Porgs flying around his head, yeah. explosion clearly coming yeah. off of the right side of the screen. Treasure chest! <laughs> like, in the... I mean, it was. This is the most fucking Hondo and Naka <laughs> shot you could ever create. Oh yeah, and it's just like the way that the shot is composed perfectly fits the facial expression of Hondo on this figure. Like, and then the caption that he puts on it too. He says, "Don't wait for the opportunity to strike. Steal it instead." Again, yeah, like perfect Hondo vintage. I mean, honestly, that probably comes from a Hondo episode. Exactly. Like this, it's so vintage Hondo. It's perfect. Yeah. So I mean, everything about the shot's just super fun. Like you said, stealing the treasure chest, the porgs flying in the background, the fucking explosion happening on the side, and then Hondo in an action pose, clearly running his blaster on his hip and smiling as all this chaos is exactly like that's that's the the best part yeah yeah that's the best part of he doesn't even he doesn't even fucking have a blaster in his hand he's just like fuck it get the goods and roll so i like this shot is again so fun because it's just (laughs) i I, I even like like the faces on the (laughs) porch yeah like like look at the one in the top left he's all like derped out like oh 
he's just... then you got the one in the the middle one there. He's like, yeah. <laughs> and the, the other one on the end, he's like, oh shit. Yeah, he's what like, the fuck's just going like on the here? three different levels of uh, of emotion for exactly. the porgs. <laughs> like, uh, it's almost like the porgs are feeling the impact of the explosion. Like, oh fuck. Yeah, it's perfect, dude. So. I love it. I mean, again, this is why I, I hate that I don't have Hondo. I mean, dude, Hondo, to me, he's one of the greatest, I almost have to say, expanded U characters out there. I mean, he first showed up in Star Wars The Clone Wars. He's He's gone on to be in Rebels. He's been in the Freemaker Adventures. He's been in the Forces of Destiny shorts. I mean, th- this guy, honestly, has been in more shit than Boba Fett. Yeah, he's... <laughs> He is definitely he taken taken the mantle as the most popular pirate in Star Wars. And, and I mean, let's not forget he is the most advanced ever animatronic at Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, exactly. Like he is essentially the the best non-human character that Disney's ever built. So so I mean, th- this random, I believe he's a weak way. Mhm. I think in terms of race. Yeah. Literally, you know, from a, a random episode in Clone Wars early on has now become a very prominent secondary character, if not one of the, uh, a new, probably top five favorite amongst fans. Yeah, I mean, that's why he gets the prime spot in Galaxy's Edge. That's why he's one of these Galaxy's Edge exclusive uh, figures. And I don't think that, that anybody could have done a shot that is more fitting for Hondo than what Manny Bothans did here. Oh, that, you know, I mean, it, Manny cranked out a few others. They're all titties. It just, it really comes down to everything. Kylo, get your cousin on it. Haywood Pop needs this motherfucker. <laughs> okay. I hate talking about myself in the third person, especially using handles, but it is what it is. We've gotten to this point. <laughs> Got to hook it up. You tell cuz send that shit out here so that rounds out our top five for the week fantastic shots all around make sure to follow all of these people out there we have three first timers on this top five i love it. you know what i love nick i love that these people now are starting to get triple digit likes through us yeah i know that's huge i love that's it huge. i mean i love that you know manny got an addition i mean his personal share of this, I believe, hit a thousand. But I-, I love that we threw him at least 150 other likes. Yeah. Intergalactic Raptor. You know, Sir Dork was just today, so it's only at 69. That'll grow. Yeah. Uh, you know, Cool Collectibles almost hit a hundred. The Remember the Clones almost hit a hundred. So I, I mean, I, I I do love the growth. I love the interaction we're getting on Instagram. So I mean, obviously, bravo to us. We're awesome for sharing the awesome. But you guys are awesome too. For letting us know that we're awesome. Yeah. So good stuff. That's how we roll, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know. That wraps uh, up hey, our show. For get me. with it, people. On Friday nights, <laughs> Matt's gonna be a little more narcissistic than usual. Yeah. Matt's got And some... I will refer to myself in the third person, but that's also because I've probably had one, two, three, four, five, or maybe six. Yeah, minutes. he's had a gallon of alcohol before he walks on to the to the set for the Star Wars. I, time at show. least I'm not fucking slurring anymore <laughs> there were you know, some... that that was that was definitely an issue i i used to also prepare with other things before a cast medicinal use right you know. but it definitely <laughs> I, i'll never forget i I, li- I edited one episode and I, I was like okay this is never happening again we're we're over the edge. I, I just heard a sound bite of sean spicer at some dinner and he was wasted Talk like ah la la I know that. And that's pretty much how I said it. <laughs> and it was embarrassing, but whatever. 
on the Friday show, there's definitely going to be a little more spice to me than you get on the Tuesday special cast. But you, you just don't know. I mean, I am the Sith. I am unstable. I'm out of control. That's how it is. But we've made it to the end of the show, my friends. We've covered all the topics promised in the intro. So it's time for us to bid you farewell. But not for long. Like I said, we will be back. In terms of you listening to it, next Wednesday we're going to have a special cast on all things E3, Star Wars, Jedi, The Fallen Order. Uh, but before then, just make sure if you're listening new or if you've been listening you don't know what you're doing, go to StarWarsTime.net. From there you can subscribe to the podcast on all the platforms. And I mean all capital A-L-L platforms. We're on all of them. I honestly don't know what other platform you could want to consume the podcast if you like looking at the visuals as we talk about them you can follow us on youtube that's also on starwarstime.net or you can just pull up the post on starwarstime.net as you're listening to the raw audio but when it comes down to it people we love you and we just need you to like subscribe share rate and review i can't tell you how far that goes for us it helps us immensely it's essentially the same as giving us a reach around. Okay? You got it? Help us out. Until next time, may the Force be with you always. 